This is Brain Diet, episode 188, four things you need to navigate autoimmunity with confidence. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm sharing with you four things you need to navigate autoimmunity with confidence. And the reason this is the topic for today is I wanted to break down and simplify how to approach autoimmunity with confidence because there's no need for more overwhelm when it comes to health challenges and chronic illness. We don't need any more complications. We don't need any more difficulty. We just need it to be simple. And a lot of it isn't simple. So in order to make life a little bit simpler in the areas we have a little bit of control over, (laughs) I have broken down these four things that I think are crucial and comprehensive in terms of what you need to really approach your health with confidence and to feel empowered around it. Now, as I share these four things today, I share them with the advice here at the beginning to be patient with all of them. With chronic illness and with bodies that surprise you in any way, you must play a long game. And it can be difficult to do so because you want relief now, you want change now, you want to feel better now, you want answers now. And as much as I wish I could give all of those things to you, most of the time, it isn't necessarily the outcome that is likely for many of us. And so as you navigate your health, play the long game. Give yourself time and and a lot of space to be able to really figure out what works for you and how to live life with chronic illness in a way where you still feel like you are in charge. So let's jump right in. The first thing that you need to navigate autoimmunity with confidence is going to be clinical care. Clinical care comes first. And it's vital that you look out for yourself when it comes to getting appropriate medical care and and as you build clinical teams that will support you and help you hopefully from all angles and why one of the reasons why this is important to prioritize clinical care first is because you are able to test a lot of things you are able to really explore your body internally in terms of understanding what's going on and sometimes we don't always have the right answers but we can test important things that help give us a little bit of a starting point for where to go from there so for example if you are testing for allergies you can do blood tests to test for allergies you can do different procedures to test for allergies you can also do blood panels to test for nutrient deficiencies, which can have a whole slew of consequences and can be very easily remedied by just making sure you are literally properly nourished. You can also test to gain confirmation of certain conditions where possible. I know that there are a number of different ways to confirm conditions and some don't even have necessarily a clear cut 
answer. Here's what to look for. But you can still glean more information when you are testing and looking at all perspectives at all things within your body as much as we can possible. You can test for thyroid function. And essentially the way that I like to approach clinical care from a patient perspective is test, don't guess. Test for intolerances and deficiencies and allergies and reactions instead of just guessing and trying to use food to change your symptoms before you really know whether or not you have certain conditions and um, certain symptoms that are associated with certain conditions. So test, don't guess. Advocate for yourself with your clinical team. And and if you're not getting comprehensive metabolic panels, be sure to request those. Test your um, thyroid and your do blood work to test for nutrient deficiencies. Now, this is just kind of baseline clinical care. Obviously, beyond that, you will be utilizing appropriate therapies. And if there is medication involved that might be helpful, it's really important and really useful. It's something that has been very helpful for me in navigating my own condition is having the right medications. And it does take a little bit of time to figure that out. But again, here's where patience comes in and here's where willingness to allow time to pass in order to just see how you tolerate things and see what changes. So when you are seeking clinical care, you will have to be your own best advocate. I know for me, it was difficult to know even what questions to ask and let alone, you know, what type of care I needed. And so this is something that I am happy to help you with. You can send me a DM on Instagram and I can help with some questions to ask uh, your providers and your, your clinical team in order just to help you advocate for yourself so that you can get the most comprehensive clinical care possible. So that really is one of the first things. It's just making sure that you're advocating for yourself enough. And unfortunately, in medicine, sometimes symptoms, especially with autoimmunity, can be dismissed. You can express how you're feeling, express things that are happening within your body. And you might get answers that are like, well, you know, we can't really find anything that's wrong. And we'll just send you on your way. And in cases like this, which if they happen to you, you know, I'm sorry, but if cases like this happen, then you have to be your own best advocate. Be sure you believe yourself that you are having your own back to say, okay, you know what? If he didn't believe me, if she didn't believe me, then it's my job to find someone who does. It's my job to find a doctor that cares about me, that will support me and hear me out and help me really figure out what's going on for me. So be your own best advocate. Test, don't guess. Be sure to be as comprehensive as possible and advocate for yourself and asking questions and covering your bases when it comes to clinical care. Now, of course, this is the area that is not my area of expertise. And again, I've, I've created a number of different ways to advocate for yourself and questions to ask, but, um, this is the area that is not my area of expertise. However, the next three areas, the next things you, the next three things you need to navigate autoimmunity with confidence are where I work, are my area of specialty where I coach people through this type of stuff every single day. So once we've got clinical care covered, then the second thing that you need to navigate autoimmunity with confidence is you need a nutritional strategy. So in the simplest terms, how you eat influences how you feel and how your body functions. And if we have compromised function of any kind, 
we must utilize our controllable influences. It is vital that you are deliberate with your strategy and how you are eating to best meet your needs. Now, again, sometimes tests and blood work can give you a little bit of an indication of what strategy would be best for you. For example, if someone tested positively for celiac, then yes, that gives you information for how to move forward. It's not the full picture, but it's enough to help you feel a little bit more informed than you were before. But when it comes to general nutrition and having a strategy that meets your individual needs, it's going to hopefully include getting enough protein. Protein is vital for repairing tissues. And if we have tissues that are damaged, even by our own systems, we want to have enough protein to be able to heal Uh, protein. uh, Getting adequate protein is also helpful for maintaining, uh, building and maintaining a robust immune system. So we want to make sure we have enough protein. We want to make sure we're eating enough fiber. This is for our gut health. We want to maximize our gut health so that we can absorb nutrients and function digestively well uh, when other parts of our body may not be functioning well. We want to make sure that we are eating enough calories to meet our needs, but also that are in alignment with our goals. We want to make sure that we are clear with what we want to do with our bodies that is within our realm of control and then eat the appropriate amount of calories to achieve that goal. We want to make sure that we are getting a wide variety of fruits and vegetables. And the main reason for this is that fruits and vegetables are full of micronutrients, of vitamins and minerals. And micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, all of which do not have caloric value, but they have value in how they influence the functions in our body. And certain micronutrients can support different things. And so it could support thyroid function, for example, if you have someone with Hashimoto's. Um, Micronutrients and fruits and vegetables can support digestive function. They can support immune health. Nature is a pharmacy for the body. Now, again, it's not a substitute for modern medicine if that's something that we genuinely do require. But it is such a beautiful way to be able to give our body what it needs. And so making sure that you are getting a wide variety of fruits and vegetables um, is so important. And I've mentioned this before, but a great place to start. um, I had E.C. Sinkowski on the podcast uh, a few episodes ago, and we talked about the autoimmune diet protocol. And she has a challenge that's called the 800 gram challenge. And it's essentially just to eat 800 grams worth of fruits and vegetables in the day. And my guess is that you would be surprised at how far you are from 800 grams. Now, again, it's a generalization. I just know for myself and for a lot of my clientele, um, how much we underconsume fruits and vegetables. And yet we're so concerned about whether or not they're organic or where they're coming from. And yet we're not even really consuming enough of them in the first place. And so I recommend that challenge. You can check her out on Instagram. It's um, Optimize Me Nutrition. Uh, she, her information is just really good. And that 800 gram challenge, I feel like it's just an awesome way to develop a little bit of awareness and to develop your ability to get enough fruits and vegetables and be able to thus reap the benefits of that adequate consumption. When it comes to nutritional strategy, it's also important that we work on eating more foods and adding more things into our lifestyle and our diet before we remove foods or entire food groups. Now, again, this comes back to testing. If you have tested and have confirmed an intolerance or an allergy to something, then obviously eliminating said food or said food group is going to be beneficial and valuable. But 
my strategy will always be to eat more, to add more, add more protein, add more fiber, add more calories if necessary, add more fruits and vegetables. When we can kind of crowd out some of the other foods that are working against us by eating more of the foods that work for us, then we're still able to enjoy those types of more calorie dense foods without having subsequent fallout. And so when you can eat more before you start to subtract, you are both gifting your body something and um, not depriving yourself of the things that you actually enjoy. And this is one of the keys to sustainability. But unfortunately, people will eliminate quickly. um, And oftentimes it's in an effort to just feel better. And I totally understand that. But when you eliminate foods, you run into a number of different problems. You can run into nutrient deficiencies. You can also develop negative relationships with food when you have removed certain food groups because then it becomes more of a that food is so bad type of approach and when we have this morality around food it can create a lot of negativity within us and so eat more before removing foods or food groups uh, unless it's clear and necessary in the beginning now every body is going to be unique but every body can be influenced by nutrition and by what you are and are not eating. And so when you have a nutritional strategy, it's a way to give yourself a huge advantage when it comes to autoimmunity. Now, again, it's not something that can cure a condition necessarily, but just in terms of how you feel overall, when you are nourishing yourself, you give yourself a huge advantage against something that can be really debilitating. The third thing that is really important to navigate autoimmunity with confidence is movement. Now, chronic illness adds an additional puzzle piece that fit into all of the factors that make exercise possible for a person. We have a number of different things that influence whether or not exercise is possible. And when you have autoimmunity, it affects our energy levels. And there are some autoimmune conditions and symptoms that involve uh, limiting mobility, limiting um, function. And all of these are, are factors that can contribute whether to whether or not um you are able to exercise. And oftentimes exercise can cause negative consequences later or trigger flares for people with autoimmunity because the heat and the overexertion can cause problems later. So while you don't want to push yourself beyond your ability to tolerate and beyond your ability to recover, exercise can transform the quality of your daily life. And I want, I'm going to say it again, we don't want to push yourself beyond your ability to tolerate exercise or beyond your ability to recover from it. But we do want to push ourselves into the space where it's a little bit uncomfortable. Now, know your body, of course, you will know it best, but push yourself a little bit into that discomfort when it comes to exercise. Because when we push ourselves into discomfort, into an area where it's, it's, it's hard, your body has to respond by getting stronger. Now, again, if we push it too far, then our body gets weaker. With chronic illness, sometimes our bodies are under a lot of stress and exercise can act as an additional form of stress. But when we are covering our bases and doing our best possible, giving our best possible efforts to take care of ourselves and all of the controllable areas, then we should have some space for us to push ourselves into exercise and movement that is difficult and that is a little bit uncomfortable while still being able to tolerate and recover from this exercise in a reasonable way. Now, specifically when it comes to movement and why it is a must for navigating autoimmunity is 
when we are weakened naturally, we want our body to get stronger where possible. And when we exercise, when we resistance train specifically, we are asking our body to get stronger in the face of resistance. And so movement in general, whether it's walking or, or getting outside and just simply, you know, being in the grass and grounding is going to be beneficial no matter what, but movement, especially resistance training for women is one of the great ways to improve your overall quality of life, your energy levels, and how you feel. It is how to support and strengthen a body that is inherently compromised. And so wherever you are at in your fitness journey, if you will, keep going and push yourself into a little bit of discomfort that is not beyond your ability to recover from. And if you haven't gotten into resistance training or tried it before, I will highly recommend that you give it a try. And there are countless free resources online for how to begin resistance training and where to start. And so I highly recommend starting, giving it a shot and doing it where possible. All of that with the most compassion I can offer for the difficulty that comes as a result of certain autoimmune condition conditions. The fourth thing that you will need to navigate autoimmunity with confidence is guidance for your brain. Sometimes chronic illness can feel like our brains become just a dumpster fire of emotions. Proactively seek out support for strategies that can empower your brain to work entirely in your favor. If your brain is running wild, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like it is this dumpster fire of emotions, then it needs just as much attention as your body is hopefully getting from a clinical team. Your brain needs just as much love and attention and care and strategy. And when we do this, it can also prevent us from turning into total meltdown, despair, melting into a puddle type of life, <laughs> which is okay sometimes. I feel like those are, are normal and healthy responses even to have in the face of, of diagnoses and symptoms that can be so life-altering. But for us to thrive, we don't want to live there all the time. So while it's perfectly okay for us to have those meltdown moments, I've had many myself, if we want to actually thrive and not just survive, then we need a mental strategy. We need support and skills. And if you've listened to this podcast, then hopefully you have gleaned some of these mental strategies. That is the, the base of what I share on this podcast. That is what I am so passionate about is sharing the nutritional strategies, the movement strategies, but also the mental strategies of how to work towards thriving mentally with a body that surprises you that isn't necessarily working the way that you thought it would. Now, like I mentioned, I can't help you with clinical care, the first of these four things, but the other areas, I can help you with all of them. And if you haven't heard, I offer autoimmune audits, which essentially is a six-week span of time with me where you will get top to bottom help with which foods to prioritize. You will get comprehensive support with how to best move your body based on your body. You will also learn how to empower yourself to thrive with a condition. This six-week span of time with me, we move through every part of your health, your nutrition, your lifestyle, and we work to 
continue with what is working in your favor and eliminate some of the things that you might not be aware of that could be working against you. And so this audit is really a comprehensive approach for what to work on, what to pay attention, what to build upon that can help you navigate autoimmunity with confidence. If you have recently been diagnosed with something or you have a loved one who has recently been diagnosed, then this audit would be a perfect place to start because I can give you the support with how to advocate for yourself with the clinical team, but then I can also give you support for these other three areas that are so crucial and important. And I can really give you comprehensive help there. And if you are someone that has had autoimmunity of any kind for a long time and you still don't feel like you're in charge of it, then this will work for you too. This is really a great way to get some unique help for wherever you are in your health journey to really feel empowered as you go through the day to be able to not just survive, but learn how to thrive. So I will put the link in the show notes to check that out, the autoimmune audit. But otherwise, that is all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.